Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Previously on the blood-soaked rose. Go down to Serpent Street, follow the guards on patrol, potentially get the same ones and get them drunk, but I don't think that's really necessary. I think it's quite necessary. Are we just going to go to a tavern then that's nearby? I suggest we, we head to the Hairy Bear. You require some coin. I'm a little light. Why would I do that? Give me a good hard slap in the face before I walk in the I door. I think she'll do it right away. Great. <laughs> Fucking witches! Those witches, you never trust them. They say they're monster hunters, but they mess into people's affairs. You're let her roll around thinking she can do whatever she wants. Oh, it's well, a show of force. It's probably best if I hide behind the monster hunter when hunting a monster. You're just going to stand behind me. I presumed I would help. So you notice that she's being observed. I think um the population knows that the witch is here to do a job. Harley says we have a patron protecting us. If we're safe in the serpent street, then I'm glad to be here with you. Well, let's get it done then. And now... So, uh, nipping back over to the merchant and the witcher, Briok and Eve. Eve, as you, as you kind of settle into your hiding place, mm. you, you just have this odd, odd little sensation at the back of your mind, in the corner of your mind, if your mind had corners. Mm. It takes a moment for this feeling to resolve into meaning. It has to adapt to your mind for a second before the the idea if not the words of you don't belong here appear in the back of your mind can Eve go to uh, finger the medallion around her neck the cat medallion does it does not react Mm. as as you know from your extensive study of vampires yes from your earlier role a vampire, a catacomb's invisibility extends into the spirit realm. 
And so it's invisible from your medallion as well. Mm. Just out of habit, yeah. So she'll hear that voice go to touch the cat medallion, feel it cool beneath her fingers and still. Just out of habit, it's a mm-hmm. common thing when she senses a monster might be near. And she just lies in wait. She's hiding from... Well, she's hiding until the guards come. And until then, she's not going to make an action. Should lay a hair on their head and I will feast on you. I think she will think back. It's not their heads I'm looking down. And images of your own death and in exsanguination appear in your head Um, and I would like you to make a resist coercion roll please man that was a real witcher growl there (laughs) god monster stats are so good is there a few bonuses there Phil (laughs) I'd like to put some of my luck oh go for it yeah (laughs) go for it how much luck do you have Ellen not much Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm guessing not even enough. How much did you put in there? I just put two points of luck in. Yeah, that, that, that is probably not going to cut it. Nope, that's a 14. Uh, well, I got a 33 to intimidate. Oh! Okay, well... So, I'll give you some chances to shake this off mm-hmm. uh, as we go on, you know, once the confrontation begins. But for now, you're at negative twos to fight this beast because it has filled your mind with images of being killed by it. It wants you to leave because it, the consequences of not leaving are your screaming death replayed a hundred times in your mind. Mm. You can make attempts to shake that off as we go. But do you reply or do you just grit your teeth and, and just kind of ride it out? I think she kind of crouched down as she was hiding in the shadows. There's a shakiness that has entered her bones. and She just grits her teeth and says... Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Could be laughter. Who knows? It's a vampire. (laughs) Um, And so we have time for a short scene as well as we wait for um, our our bait to be delivered. Our heroes. (laughs) Yes. So um, what would you like to tease out or discuss with uh, your your fellow members of the blood-soaked rose, as they are now calling themselves? Mm. Briok is going to uh, just kind of like, I think it's a slow connection of, oh, it's a blood-soaked rose. And maybe this thing's a vampire. And we're all wearing red. Huh. There's mm. like, huh, there's, there's some ideas there's there. There's a theming going on. There's here. something interesting. <laughs> and we've got a patron who might be powerful. Yep. That's interesting. And then we'll start up a conversation that says, uh, with, with uh, who is he speaking to? I presume it's, it's quite late. So it's late-ish. Like, what, 9pm? Yeah. The snow's falling around them. It's cold it's bitterly out. bitterly cold, yeah. So the, you, you find a fire to crouch oh, around. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's um, uh, you, you strike up a conversation with one elf in particular. Others are quite quiet, maybe a bit hungry. I presume many others are inside. In, in, in yeah, like whatever, whatever shelter they can erect or, or huddling together for warmth. That's right, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. out in by this fire. But it would even be dying slowly. Um... This is uh, Simak. Simak, I am. Um, I'm curious. What are your thoughts on us having a patron? Well, I mean, any help we can get. Well, Bali says he's 
seduced her over to our side. He's very charismatic. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. And how powerful is this patron, do you think? They say this 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 part of the city is is protected by some kind of monster. I mean, if they can control monsters, who knows how powerful they are? Vali must be very powerful then. He uh, he's a shining light. Wow, he's a shining light, and I I can tell you he must have c- convinced this person to to the righteousness of our cause. Hmm. Yeah. So they this 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 thing. What this patron, whatever it is, is is under our control. Well, I think I think Varley would have seduced her. He's he's got a way about him. Mm, and we've and the, the our man's protectors or That's unite what us. We've been told mm. stay under the rose, wear our colours. Okay. Do you think we should be dabbling with such things? I trust Varley. I trust Varley. He'll lead us the way forward. We need whatever allies we can get. We'd be crushed otherwise. Once our power is enough. And and maybe, maybe tonight you can help us uh, go to some of the other other people and, and bring them onto our side. Once there's enough of them, we can we can paint the rose above our above them, and and that'll be our part of the city. Okay. We can take back our power. It's it's a good idea. Varley says that those that went before us are cowards. They never fought back. And now's our time. I do like that attitude quite a lot, actually. Me too. Me too. Hmm. Well, it was a good chat. Okay. I'm going to just wander. Okay. But I'll, I'll chat. I'll, I'll be happy to see you around here again. Absolutely. Uh, and he's going to... are happening. He's going to walk away and try and find the Witcher. Yeah, the Witcher's not. But you know where she's gone. Yeah, you can find her. Yeah, we ag- we agreed to hide. I presume that you've done a fairly decent job of hiding, though. Yeah. So pretty decent. Not not that good. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, not not good enough to to hide from the mental intrusion. But you don't yeah. know that. No. Uh, no, that's right. I'm gonna crouch down next to the Witcher. Be like, hello. <laughs> what do you want? So, um, I've put a few pieces together, and it seems as though the elves are being protected by this creature. And it's actually under the employ of um, Vali, who's leading this kind of revolution, this blood rose. Bloody rose? Why? This blood-soaked rose. Why should I fucking care? Well, it's important that if we kill this thing, the elves will be at even more of a disadvantage than they ever would before. And maybe we don't have to. I'm going to get 500 crowns for killing this fucker. And I'm going to take it, because as much as they're at a disadvantage, so am I. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good, good answer. Um, at this point, it's where you, you, you can kind of... The, the hear it before anything hear else? The, you can hear these drunken louts yeah, making cool. their way, shoving their way through. Um, and particularly because people are huddled in the bitter cold mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, they're reserving their energy... Um, things are, are quite quiet around here so that this, these, these drunken louts pierce through the night air and, and uh, their shouts resound off the, the alleyways as they cool. come round. Briok will, to finish the conversation, crouch down in the snow, hot breath coming off both of them, yeah, the red stripe around the arm them. against the white and black of the city, say, it's good to know where we stand with each other. And stand up and stand under the blood-soaked rose. 
against the big city walls. Yeah. Uh, in the firelight, I presume. It's, yes. It's, that's where the fires are, against that wall? Yeah. Rather it's, than it's, in the city street. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a focal point. Yeah, yeah, great. There's okay. a lot of goddamn things that are about to go down. Yeah. And I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> um, he's going to take this time to slather her, her silver sword in vampire oil. Excellent, excellent. Which lasts um, for 30 minutes. Briok's going to put on his uh, helmet, his uh, chain helmet, and sling his bow. Can you give me a- an awareness check? If, you're, if you're, you've got your eyes peeled for the catacan, yep. you can give me an awareness check. Good, be- good, be- good luck. Before we do that, yes. can Phil, you detail the dimensions of this encounter space? Sure. Because in terms of meters, in terms of direction, in terms of like all of that, how far... Like, yeah, excellent. That's yeah. Right. It's shaped like a horseshoe, isn't if, it? If you have to drive... No, I don't think it is. Oh, okay. We'll so out. <laughs> so uh, you turn the corner into... Serpent Street, a 50-metre-long alleyway. The blood stain that you found is about 30 metres down. That Brioc found? That Brioc found, yeah. So slightly towards one end of the, the alleyway, and then at the 50-metre mark, there's another sharp turn, and it backs away from the, the wall and back into the city. So at either end of the alley, very sharp turns with the, with the walls, kind of hiding Serpent Street from prying eyes until you're right in there, essentially. Yeah. And uh, on the, if you if you come into the alley from the blood-soaked rose end, which is right above the entrance to the alley, on your right is the city wall with some tents and things and hovels and stuff quickly pressed against it. Whereas on the left-hand side is all the ramshackle buildings, the the some rundown houses and buildings, uh, all crammed in next to each other. Again, with people huddled against the, the back steps of them and, and um, uh, uh, with their, their kind of shanty shelters built in there as well. Most of the fires in the, are, are against the, the high stone wall on the right-hand side as you come in from that end. Does that make sense? No. Could you draw it for me? Yeah. Because my impression was that the blood-soaked rose was on the city wall. It is. Okay, let me... Okay, <laughs> maybe you can help me describe this. Oh, Serpent Street fires. is against the city wall. It's against the city wall. Yeah, it's crammed right against the city wall. Yeah. Oh no, uh, you. I for me the whole thing, and I don't know if anyone else is that the entrance to is is from the city wall. How would that make sense? I don't. I don't know what you mean. I thought the end of the alley was the wall. If that makes sense. Oh right. I had it more yeah. on what Phil's saying. So to. Give the lay of the land more clearly for you. A narrow street leads towards the city wall and takes a sharp left against it. Serpent Street is this unnamed alley crammed between the wall, external wall of the city and the backs of some ramshackle buildings. It's about 50 metres long and at the far end it takes another sharp turn back into the alleys and streets of Little Macca. Crowded all through the this narrow alleyway are hovels and shelters, tents and campfires. It has no formal entrances or you know buildings in here, and there's very little room to maneuver between all the the camps uh, crammed in from either side. So while it's about fifty meters long, there's probably only about 
five meters clear space to walk down. It really feels claustrophobic when you walk down there. I make uh, is that yeah, very, very clear. Yeah. So very very clear. clear. Uh, the distance from the external wall to the hovels is five is five meters. So it's a little wider than that, but yeah. once you factor in all the hovels and cool. things, yeah, there's only about five meters to kind of squeeze down and 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 push through as you would walk from one end to the other. I'd say that it, you know it's probably about ten meters wide only still, so it's yeah. not a wide alley, um, but. But with everyone crammed in there, it's even it's even more claustrophobic. So, how many people could uh, stand like side by side? Just like two? Two. Yep. Cool. Two. Awesome. Yeah. Two at a squeeze. Two at a squeeze. And, yeah. and two small and people. And if you start <laughs> fighting, you you know you're likely to stumble over fires right. and tents and things. Yeah, it's really claustrophobic in here. Yeah. Go. Um, and and um, your uh, Eve is 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 tucked away. You know behind a, a makeshift tent or, or, or shanty somewhere yeah. just just in the shadow that are cast by a piece of canvas uh, between between a, a fire and yourself mm. yeah and into this alleyway and into the firelight stumble two Vizima guardsmen and Aurelius Aurelius had a fair distance away he's uh, what, what would you say uh, 10 steps yeah like 10 10 15 steps away and and he'll like as they enter uh, the alley he'll increase he'll slow down a little bit more to allow them to kind of like push their way forward so julian turns the corner and he roars where's this bloody witcher then hey you there and he he walks up to an elf gives him a little shove you seen a bloody witcher hang around here and a moment later, he's like, I'll, t- I'll touch who I want, Julian. Julian's like, I, d- I didn't say nothing. Good. Attack the elf. What do you mean? I, I, I will push around whoever I want to push. Shut, shut up. So, it, <sighs> is it not Barrett? Uh, whatever is Bright. It's, it's Julian. Bralet and Bralet Julian. is speaking? No, no, no Julian, Julian is Julian the one out. roaring right. and, and, and Bra. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Charlotte is like, what are you talking about? Okay. I didn't say anything. And Julian is, is half talking to him, talking to himself, and, and shoving and, and accosting elves, grabbing by the, by the, the scruff of their, of their clothes. Where's this bloody witcher? And they're like, stay silent, shoves them back, finds another one. You, you seen a bloody witcher? No one got a tongue in their heads? Shoves him back. And then after the, the second or third one that he's accosted, he 
He stops dead in the street. And the blood drains from his face. And he spins around. Who said that? Right. Uh, I would like to cast Erden around Julian. What's the no. range of Erden? Three meters. So I need to be... I have no idea where he is. <laughs> I know I'm somewhere down the middle of Serpent Street. So he, he's making his way down. He's about 20 meters down uh, the street. So 10 meters from the scene of the crime. The bloody disembowelment of Reuben. Uh, and what disembowelment isn't? <laughs> yes. Well, of course. Yes, that makes sense. Uh, Eve, where did you take? Where? Give, tell me where you took refuge. I feel like it would have been Near around the, the bloodstain. So about halfway down, yeah. about the thirty meter mark. Great. Yeah, wherever I can so find you got a kind of ten meters. You got ten meters between you and him. He's approached quite far. So mm. if you want to get within three meters of him, you're going to have to come out of your hiding place. Yes, for sure. I will do that. <laughs> Am I able to be a little bit stealthy? You can try, yeah, yeah. You can certainly try. Good luck, though. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm, 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 I'm very. What are you about to cast on him? Erden. Erden. What does that do? It's a sign that makes incorporeal figures who are within it corporeal. It's so a, if the vampire creates a circle, in. a magical circle yeah. of protection. It also slows them down. It's less protection and more bringing them. It them. and catching them. It earths them. Yes. It earths them. That's a really good way of nice. putting it. Yeah, yeah. It grounds them to this plane of existence. Yeah. Very good way it's of putting it. It's not the earth sign, though. No. <laughs> just, to, just to clarify. Hope it, doesn't, hope it doesn't stop them draining Julian. Oh, or well. locking that's the a, vampire that's out. Because the telepathy, the, plan. the telepathy might be ranged. So if the vampire's next to him, great. And if it's not... Yes. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. That's a 20 for stealth. Not enough. Mm. I got twenty-one awareness. I had no idea what that what that look was, Phil. I didn't know if you were pissed <laughs> off like, or joyous. It was like not quite enough not there. Today. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, so as you kind of try to skulk out, the uh, the guardsmen don't see you. Julian doesn't see you, but you hear in your mind, "Stay back. I have work to do." She might stop. She needs to pinpoint exactly where this catacan is. And if it gets to a point of draining a guard, well, you know, there's two. Well, that's, that, that, that's, that's the plan that Aurelius yeah. told you. It's like, you let him drain the guard. In your moment of hesitation. I thought I would be able to pinpoint yeah. it at that point. In your moment of hesitation, just as Tess said, the shadows themselves unfurl where a flicker of firelight moves. So do too does the shadow and standing impossibly out of it, two meter tall, is this furred creature. Its maw opens wide and it sinks its jaws around Julian's neck and he has no time to scream. But Bralat screams for him. Initiative. Initiative is plus reflex. Just like cyberpunk. 14. Okay, give me a, just give me a second, okay? Let me do mine and then I'll call on yours. Okay, <laughs> People right. do that to me all the time. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you just like tell my numbers at me and I'm just like, yeah, it's the best. <laughs> when you're DMing, it's like I have numbers thrown at you. Yeah, yeah. You're just yeah. like, ah! <laughs> That's right. Uh, where's, where, where is it? Jesus Christ, this, this thing is awesome. Great. 
<laughs> just looking at some of its actual stats, I'm just like, oh, wow. Christ has nothing to do with it. I mean, I don't want to metagame, but I would really love to tell you that its base reflex is better than your ro- is the same as your roll. <laughs> It has 14 reflex. Nice. <laughs> Phil, that's really scary. That's super scary. I love the monsters in this. They're bonk. After playing a lot of five hand, having the monsters in this be like, oh. No, we're actually going to fuck you up. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got the catacan on 19. <laughs> laughable. For whom? The catacan. Oh, right. La- uh, that's so yeah, laughable. That was- He's I rolled, you know, it's 19, uh, so it's 5 five plus 14 for me. Uh, and then I've got Eve on... 14. And our elf, our elf merchant. 14. Uh, you need to roll off, guys. Three. Crit. Cool. So that is Eve and then Briok. And what did Aurelius get? 26. Wow, great. Critted. Ah, uh, very nice. <laughs> uh, so the Catacan is intoxicated. It's going to take minus. Is have minus two on its attack and defense. Uh, With those it is, stats, it sounds like we need everything we can yes, get. Yes, you yeah. do. <laughs> you are. Uh, it is now pretty fucking drunk. There is a conspicuous drawing back of all the bystanders in the area. They do not want to get involved, and whoever is still, you know, most people just sort of vanish into the shadows or into their hovels and the few who do watch watch with a kind of intent uh concentration but definitely from the sidelines not interfering aurelius you're first to be clear is the uh is the catacan is it from that from that configuration is it facing because it would be facing me wouldn't it because yes. Julian was in front of me so yes. you see it appear behind a a wheeling Julian and as he turns to face you the catacan appears behind him and you watch in horror as it sinks its jaws into it and the life goes out of his eyes as he looks at you yeah great there's no chance I can stealth through that um so <laughs> he's going to goddamn and what is the distance between us 20 uh, meters 20 meters 20 meters that's correct yeah because you're close-ish to me. Yeah, you're both at the head of the alleyway. Yeah, yeah. more or less. Yeah. There's an elf leaning against the city wall in armor. Yes. <laughs> with so a, with come a, here. with a bow. Come yeah. here often. <laughs> uh, and and the catacan is visible, but right now, by the way, it's yeah. visible. So uh, Aurelius surveying the scene, seeing Julian's uh, head get essentially ripped it's off. His neck. His um, whole neck gets torn out, basically, and the font of blood is quickly slurped up. Yes. He's going to uh, pull his robe aside, pull out his... Dick. Pull out his rondelle. <laughs> his rondelle, yes. Yeah. His rondelle, have it in his hand, and he's going to, to dash over to stand uh, ready and waiting next to um, Briok. Okay. Do you hold your action at all? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold an attack action for um, if the creature comes for me. Okay, cool. Can I ask what a rondelle is? Rondell, I can give you. It's like it's a it's a halfling weapon. It's like a it's big for them. Okay. But small for me because it I, is a short sword. I tried to Google it just then and it said washer, and that can't be right. <laughs> yeah, for audience sake, why don't you give a description of a, a rondell? Exotic weapons are past armor. Yeah, so it's like a, it's like a, a a thin, small dagger that's got like a circle a circular oh. pommel. Like halflings use it quite often because um, it's more of a sword for them. 
Um, mm. but, for, but for myself, it's just a very deft, um, lithe um, dagger. The pommel and the hilt is kind of uh, the way that the, you know, the cross guard, the pommel and the hilt match, uh, form together. It kind of looks like a thumbtack. Yeah, a yeah, little yeah. Bit. <laughs> essentially, and yeah, so he'll ho- he'll hold um, an action standing side by side with Briok, a step forward from Briok, waiting for if that if that thing looked at him, he's like, well, shit. Well, uh, yes, it, I mean, it, it did it did dramatically see you, yes, but it hasn't seen you harm an elf yet. So at the moment, as the catacombs go, and it spends the rest of its turn feasting, draining Julian's blood. Eve, you're up. Uh, I need to get closer to this thing so that I can... Erdn it? Erdn it, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yep. Well, you can, you can take Erdn your it. movement to get within three metres. Just adding my spellcasting yep. <laughs> together. Um, and what's it defended by? I don't think it has defence. You should, you should pl- please make sure you know how your signs work. <laughs> Okay. Most things have a defense, right? No, the signs oh, right. don't. None of them do, except what? for Igni. Surely you can dodge Igni. Uh, you can dodge or block Igni. Yeah. And Axie, you can resist. So can you just read? Can you just read Erden for yeah, me? Yeah, Erden creates a large magic circle around you. Anything that steps into the circle around takes a negative you. to speed and reflex until they exit the circle. Any corporeal creatures in the circle become corporeal. It has a three-meter range. The duration is five rounds, and the defense is none. Oh, great. So it just appears around you. Yep. Okay, so you're running up to get close enough to catch it in your Erden. Absolutely. Okay, so your fingers flick out. It makes a hourglass shape, or she makes an hourglass shape. The purple symbol of Erden. And a purple ring appears on the ground with smoking with mystic energy, capturing yourself and the catacan. And the body of Julian, I suppose. And the the rapidly pale paling body of Julian, yes. And now what are you rolling? Don't I have to roll spellcast? Oh yeah, just don't fumble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is this the first Witcher sign of the season? It is. Hell yeah. Did you use something else? I thought you used I did. Oh no, I we, did well. that was in the test. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is a 15. Okay, yeah, as long as you don't fumble, you're all good. Yeah, so it ignites spreading its purple. Catching the two of you in there, are you going to spend stamina and create, have another, have a swing at it or anything like that? Yeah, I would like to spend my stamina and that will give me one bonus attack correct yes you get one bonus action by spending three stamina that action is taken at a negative three yes spend three stamina to a stamina <laughs> spend three stamina to attack with a minus three to hit yeah so uh, I can still use my fast attacks then yes yeah. but they're both at minus threes so you rush forward quickly cast the sign Drawing your silver blade. That's right, coated in the sticky ecor of the vampire oil. Excellent. Uh, go for your fast strikes. Sorry, all my stats are across pages. Oh, fuck. I love how you're getting surprised by your own <laughs> monster. Own it's not going to hit. <laughs> Good luck. Good fucking luck. So it does have. So it has negative four. Two for being drunk. Uh, two for being in an urgent sign. First dodge is a 27. No, that's an 18. Rubbish. 15 for the second one. So they both miss. Not necessarily. I think he failed here. You reckon? Oh. Yeah, got a nine. Yes. Fantastic. I rolled a one (laughs) 
and then a 10 to take away 10. Is that another, or is it you roll a 1 again? Uh, for what? Wait, as in you, because you rolled the 10. I rolled a 1. Yeah, so you fumble your defense. Yeah, and so I got a, and then I rolled 10. That's a, right. A 10 doesn't jump you back doesn't, up. Doesn't, doesn't, yeah, but that means you take away 10. Yes, That's correct. Right, you don't, do I then roll again? No. No, you just no, re-roll no, no. multiple 1s, right? No. Multiple fumbles. No, you don't explode You can't fumbles. explode fumbles. No, yeah, yeah, you can't explode. Okay, but you, you do fumble that. table. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's a... Unarmed strike? Uh, it's unarmed defense. Unarmed defense? Yes. Uh, you fail horribly and not only take full prone, but you also take 1d6 lethal damage to the head and must make a stun save. Wow. So this creature, drunk on alcohol-induced blood and surprised by the ferocity of this well-prepared witcher... Not only is going to be struck by your sword, but will fall in doing so. Um, so one d six lethal damage, just the one. <laughs> oh, but it is prone, which is pretty good for you. Pretty good. I do like that. <laughs> and I have to make a stun save while you roll your damage for me. I loathe to think how many hit points this thing has. Not quite a critical. Even with the minus 10, it only got a, it got a 9 versus a 15. So not a critical hit. So the damage from the silver sword is 1d6 plus 2 plus the 5 that uh, the vampire oil gives. Yep. But the effect says silver normal attack plus 3d6. Yes, so it's what's called <laughs> silvered damage. Yes. So the silvered damage is rolled extra against monsters. So it's a tricky you, one. <laughs> so should you use a silvered sword against a human, just do the 1d6. Yeah. It's right. not that good a sword. Yeah. Use it against monster and you get 4d6. Jesus. So effectively. Right. Effectively, yeah. So uh, it easily passes its stun. It's a pretty hardy creature. But yes, it takes a tumble on the slick cobblestones with its drunkenness and slips and falls. Not taking much damage, but your strike with your silvered sword. I also rolled two sixes. That's just lots of damage. That's just lots of damage. Just lots of damage. Just good on you. (laughs) Well done. 29 damage Eve does. Hell yeah. She grounds herself as the Arden lights up now that the Katakan is visible. She goes to attack it high. It misses, but in it stumbling, she gets a chance to just beat it down. 29 you did? 29 damage. That's what the, the creature, that's, no, it's not. No. <laughs> the creature roars in pain as your second strike with your silver sword digs into it as it loses its footing on the cobblestones. A horrible wound uh, opens up in its flesh, and that makes it real scary. Seeing the Witcher begin to beating down on the patron that's defending the elves, Briox stares down Serpent Street, cold wind and snow blowing in the night, levels his short bow, knocks an arrow, and pulls back, aiming down Serpent Street, holding, holding, waiting. You have been listening to The Blood Soaked Rose, which is a Roll to Cast production. The best way to find us is on Twitter, Discord, and our Patreon. All our podcasts are on Acast, Spotify, YouTube, and all good podcatchers. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash roll to cast. The Witcher tabletop role-playing game is property of Artel Games, used with permission. <laughs>
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.